0: Hey guys, welcome back to Evaluate and Conversate, the podcast where we combine honest reviews and funny commentary. I'm your host, Allie, and today we have a very interesting topic to talk about. We're going to be talking about meme culture, TikTok, and generational humor. But first, we have to take care of some housekeeping. I want to apologize for the first episode's audio. I'm an amateur podcaster and I'm still learning. Next thing is that this will be a weekly upload coming soon. Every Saturday, you can expect to hear this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts on. I'm available just about everywhere, so go ahead and subscribe. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Memes have been around since the internet began. And if you don't know what memes are, get out from the rock that you've been living under. They're a niche type of joke in the form of a picture shared among friends and strangers on the internet. Some might say there are meme genres, and these genres range from memes I show my church friends to the mildly explicit NSFW memes that you only share with your weird friends. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Over time, memes have developed with current events, trends, and new technology. Vine is one of the most recent ones that have been super trendy, but sadly died off over two years. When Vine died off musically, a music app trended and started becoming popular among the the younger generations that weren't experienced to Vine and a lot of people profited from it. However, it was bought by a company called TikTok. Now, I have a very special guest with me here today. Her name is Candace. She's one of my closest friends and one of the funniest people I know. Today, she's going to give us a little bit of input on what this this meme culture is like. So, Candace, Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I have to ask you a question. Can you describe what TikTok is? Okay, so TikTok is an app, it was once musically, and basically people film themselves lip syncing to either a meme or a song and they can collab with other people. Some people take it as a joke and some people take it as like a hobby and they get paid for it. So Candice, I really appreciate your input and we'll look forward to more questions we have for you. But I wanna introduce you guys to another guest of ours. His name's Christopher, and he's probably the second funniest person I know. Candace, you've beat him. Now, if you don't know what a meme dealer is, it's somebody who has the best memes, the most niche, weird, explicit memes that you can think of, and they'll send them to you, randomly, in the most weird places. But it's very appreciated, and it's part of this meme culture. Christopher is one of the best meme dealers that I know. Christopher's here today. Christopher, I have to ask you. Can you describe meme culture to me? Tell me what it's what it's like, what's the community like? Tell me about what the memes are like.
1: Well, meme culture has been going on for a long time. I mean, ever since you got back to you know the funny memes where they'd have the top text and the bottom text all the way to Vine, um, to the deep fried memes, and even to where we got TikTok today. So they've gone a lot of different places and they change all the time because our humor is ever changing.
0: That's super interesting. I heard you say deep fried meme. Do, do you know what that means? Yeah, a deep fried meme is when you keep upping the saturation of the meme, the picture itself, and it just keeps getting darker and darker, and it kind of looks like thermal energy. So you lower the quality of the, the image, correct? Yeah, it almost looks like it's been fried. So basically what we can confirm is that this new type of meme is an ironic meta form of humor. It's, it's changed over time. At first it was related, relative memes that applied to everybody's life and now it's, it's turned into this mutated form of humor. Instagram is one of the most popular with Gen Z to access memes on. Obviously there's other sources of memes like Twitter and Reddit. However, Generation Z's cling to Instagram mostly. Now when you're on Instagram you can find certain people like Belle Delphine. Christopher, you know who Belle Delphine is, right?
1: Sadly. um, Belle Delphine is an Instagrammer slash TikTok user who decided to take advantage of the fact that there are many weird and creepy people in this world. Um, She actually became the center of a lot of memes because she liked to solicit herself as a cute, young, innocent girl and do really 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 weird things to turn people on if that was eating a bowl of cereal really seductively all the way to looking at the camera and acting like she was an anime girl it was something that originally got a lot of people's attention because again there are very weird people in this world and also it got her attention because the meme community got a hold of it
0: now I, it, you like you said you like she dresses up like a cosplay person is that correct
1: Yeah, she dresses up in a lot of um, things that you would see maybe in an anime or something that was supposed to be more revealing in order to attract more people to her Instagram or whatever she was uh, getting viewers on.
0: Belle Delphine has used weird senses of humor, like the term ligma, and throwing eggs at a mirror while taking a selfie. (laughs) And it's my understanding that she has coined the term thought. Do either of you guys know what a thought is? That hoe over there. A thody. A what? A tea. <laughs> Trademark chill. Copyright. We can't get flagged. Anyway. It's just a vine. Yeah, you're right, girl. Um <laughs> it started with that hoe over there. But I feel like it's morphed into this this type of woman who is getting attention on social media and trolling a bunch of other people. Is that correct? Uh huh. So from my understanding the evolution of Belle Delphine and this thought culture has evolved into an e-girl. Now, e-girls have posted on social medias like Instagram and TikTok, and I have to ask Christopher, what is an e-girl?
1: An e-girl is basically the evolution of what Belle Delphine wanted to be, and it was the idea that girls would put themselves on TikTok, Instagram, or whatever social media they wanted, and would make themselves look sexy or innocent or almost like an anime girl in order to get more people to view them or to like them. And this became more popular as more people caught under the trend, and they decided to make themselves look just like Belle Delphine.
0: So, with these e-girls, I saw while re- researching that they're using a term called uwu. Now, I-, I had to look this up, and cr- <laughs> Chris, Chris... i <laughs> <you> said that, <laughs> ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> we had to look it up. So Chris, come at me with the definition on Urban Dictionary.
1: Okay, so uuu is basically another way of typing the smiley face. So you see sometimes when people text you and they'll have the colon and three in order to imitate a smiley face. Well, in this case, anime characters sometimes make, make a face that kind of resembles an uuu. So that's what they're trying to replicate.
0: And I guess it's morphed into this weird uh, language type of kink and it's, it's, (laughs) Candace, you're disgusting. (laughs) But hey, I'm no, I'm no person to kink shame, but it's, it's, it's almost a meme now because of how unusual it is. And even though it might've been popular once upon a time, it's, it's now a joke. And I feel like TikTok is the first step for my peers and myself to becoming too old for the internet there are phases of recent generations that use and understand certain types of social media apps and humor. The generational phase before me and my peers is what I like to call the toe dippers. The toe dipper phase is the millennial who uh, were literally dipping their toes into the first wave of social media. They grew up on MySpace and Facebook, and they're just dipping their toes. And I feel like this generation, my, me and my peers, we are the, the prime of social media. We we knew about Facebook growing up and then we hit Instagram when it came out and it, we've seen all phases of it. And then we have Twitter and all of these other sources of social media. We have Vine and that's where our sense of humor began really. The next people that I'd like to talk about are, are the, the people younger than me and my peers. They've only experienced Instagram Musical.ly and TikTok and this is really where their humor began. It's filled with challenges that they perform on these Musical.ly apps and their humor is like an evolved version of ours and it's hard to understand so therefore I feel like me being out of step with what they are into I feel like I'm becoming too old for the internet and now I understand why people still use Facebook because it's what they've known and they, they don't want to change their, their, their social media prime. And I just want to say that we're not trying to generalize any group of people, especially the generations, because we know that generations are made up of individuals. And individuals have different types of preferences. So if you feel offended by anything that we said, I'm sorry, we were not trying to target you in any way. But with that being said, we've taken a course on Generation Z, which includes generational trends. So I feel like we have a lot of input on this topic. I really appreciate you guys for coming and helping me out with this podcast. Um, We love you, Allie! (laughs) Thanks, thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that's the end of this episode. I will see you guys next week on Saturday.
1: Bye, guys! Suck my toes! (laughs)